baby I will always be there so You can tell me anything and I'll listen I might even know what to say Baby, I can't wait to know What do you think about things, believe it? Alright, leave it to Dado Flair. Hey folks, welcome to Stephen Runs Vegan. So, a couple of things off the, off the top. I filled my water bottle, which is great, but I filled it with ice cubes, so it's rattling around and you can hear it loud and clear, I bet, anytime I want to take a drink. It's a hot day. It's been a hot week. It's been a hot couple of weeks or warm enough in the Netherlands. I'm sitting here just in a pair of shorts, nothing else. Windows closed to try and keep it a bit quieter. Great. I knew I was going to record a podcast and I decided to put on the washing machine beforehand. What what great audio production that is. I live in a pretty small apartment. My bathroom doesn't even have a door. It has a screen. So it's like I pulled the screen over, which is fine if you just need a bit of privacy. Not really great at blocking any noise. So, if you hear a washing machine start to kick up in the background, I'm not sure when the spin cycle will kick in, but knowing me, I will still be talking by then. Thanks very much for joining me. Welcome to Stephen Runs Vegan. Hope you're doing well today. I've just had my morning coffee, and that was lovely. I got a pour-over thing recently, the V60, the drip coffee thing. I've heard a few different names. You know that... One where you, you, you slowly pour the water in and it filters through uh, the beans, uh, the grinds, should I say, and into the cup. And it's lovely. I get my coffee from my favorite cafe in Harlem, Mika. I'll give them a shout out. Mika Coffee Bar in Harlem. They grind the beans for you there because I don't have all the gear. I just got the basic V60 thing. I don't want to get a scale and hand grinder and all this fancy stuff because really I'm just not a coffee, uh, coffee aficionado. But uh, I enjoy it. Tastes very nice. Perks me up gets me going for the day and here we are you can probably guess by the tone already this is not a, a topical um scheduled scripted episode <laughs> it's just me talking to you last couple of weeks or two of the last three podcasts have featured matt fraser from no meat athlete and if anyone hasn't listened yeah, go back and do it either one whichever you prefer i had him on in his more professional capacity to talk about his brand new book the plant-based athlete which is out now it it came out uh two days ago officially and i know him matt and robert cheek his co-author have been doing a million different speaking engagements radio interviews podcasts and a whole host of things that come along with releasing a book and they've both done it before but i think this one is on a bigger scale even for them so guys yeah amazing well done congratulations i can't wait till my physical copy arrives i was blessed lucky enough to get a pdf because i had to interview matt so the publishers took care of me on that one the the content the quality of the 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 detail in the book from what i've read is wonderful but it's still a PDF. I want a hard copy. I want the thing in my hands. I want to give it to friends. I want to pass it around, take pictures of it, the whole thing. So I had Matt on to talk about the plant-based athlete. If you're curious about plant-based health and fitness, if you want to get running, if you want to lose a few pounds, if you want to build a few pounds of muscle and get stronger, you can do all of those things and excel in your sport, in your chosen field, and then just have a much greater chance of living a happier, healthier, longer life as a result of eating plants instead of animals. Long story short, I won't get preachy. Matt was on to talk about that, and I love the guy. He's so gracious with his time. He's been shouting me out 
amongst names like uh, the Rich Roll Podcast and um, their friend Sid Garza Hillman. I've I've been on lists of know me athlete emails and telling people to check out the Stephen Runs Vegan Podcast. Oh man, I really appreciate it. It's so strange. There are some thought exercises that I really enjoy, and one of them is previous you if he saw you now how would he think what would he think so Stephen from five years ago what would he think I said this on the podcast with Matt if Stephen from five years ago saw that saw me with my own podcast now that affected him still vegan still a vegan runner still you know living a healthy productive life entirely plant-based that one of my inspirations in vegan and you know health and fitness Matt Fraser would just be a good friend of mine that my podcast would be featured alongside some of these legitimate names and I'd be able to interview this guy about his massive new book. Oh man, it's just all, it's crazy. So yeah, it's um, one more plug for the book. 60 different athletes, testimonials are in there, their stories, their histories, their backgrounds. Some of them are some of the most world-famous plant-based athletes you've ever heard of, the likes of Scott Jurek, one of the best runners ever, basically. But there's so many in there that you've never heard of before that I'd certainly never heard of and who are crushing it in winning Olympic medals or setting Guinness World Records or just generally defying the odds and being a badass plant-based athlete. So whatever kind of field you're into when it comes to sports and fitness, if, if, if you love running like I do, great. There's loads of runners in there and endurance athletes to talk about. If you're worried about just being strong and getting muscle, you'll find bodybuilders, you'll find wrestlers, you'll find powerlifters. They're in there. And everyone in between. And men, women, young and old, it's it's got a load of inspirational stories from really cool people alongside all the hard facts and cold data. And as I said on the podcast with Matt, it's in simple English. It's in re- reasonably easy to understand and comprehend issues and it covers all the questions that vegan plant-based athletes get protein supplementation not being able to get strong you know the idea of being a skinny weak vegan it's all the mutts are bist mutts are bisted all the myths are busted and way more besides so check it out if you're curious the plant-based athlete a couple of weeks before that i had matt on to talk about something completely different we're both just sports fans and that was great so check that one out if you're if you're more curious to overhear what two guys at a bar chatting about sports would sound like, that's kind of the vibe I was going for. And as I said, he's been tremendously grateful with his time and sharing his uh, my, sharing me with his massive audience. So Matt, thanks so much. Well, yeah, so this is my uh, stream of consciousness podcast. I, I have a few topics I'd like to just mention just to c- catch you up with where I am in life right now. But there's no message here. There's no uh, goal. There's no structure as you can tell but an update on me i've been talking about the plant-based athlete more than myself but yeah an update on me i'm doing well overall i'm really loving the fact that we've had great weather in the last couple of weeks here in the netherlands the second half of may rolling into june has been yeah just really warm and dry and bright and not it's been about 20 to 25 degrees maybe yesterday was the warmest day i think it was 26 degrees so as a result, and combined well with the the ending of lockdown, hopefully for the very last time, the vaccination program is rolling out in the Netherlands. The numbers are still going down on a downward trend. Things are reopening, and I think they might stay open this time. And it's at the perfect time, because people can go out and sit on the terraces. 
They can go to parks, they can meet outdoors, they can see their friends, families, groups again. And the combination of the good weather returning, which puts everybody in a better mood, and the fact that the lockdown seems to be finally ending, I'm saying that with fingers crossed, folks, it just seems to all be gearing towards positivity and, you know, brighter things ahead. So that's that's something I'm looking forward to, and I'm enjoying it. Making the most of the weather, too. I think I've been outside a lot more than I've been inside lately, which is pleasant because, frankly, I'm just sick of the sight of my own apartment. I've been locked down here nearly consistently for a year and a half, and I've done my best with plants and posters and, you know, decoration and stuff to make it pretty and make it a nice place to be. And it is, but you, there's nowhere you can be for this amount of time. There's nowhere you should be indoors for one space of time. So it's been great to actually get out and meet my friends again, get busy with hobbies old and new i'm running more november project is back which is huge i've had danny who is now the co-leader danny holmes kirk was on my podcast a while back check that out she's great uh and her and my other friend heather are now the co-leaders of november project we're allowed to go back and meet in person for workouts it's still socially distanced non-contact so you know we're still taking the precautions being sensible but it's just so nice that to be up early again, to see the sunrise, to do these workouts. So I'm recording this podcast on a Thursday morning and <laughs> my body hurts. I feel okay now, but I know when I'm standing up out of a chair, my, my thighs and my forearms, my arms in general from the last workout, still feeling it. So well done, Danny and Heather, you made us work. I don't think I'll ever hear Thunderstruck in the same way again. But one day, one of these days, I'm going to have a whole podcast about November Project. And let you know all about it if you don't already. But it's been a lot of fun. So I'm so grateful that's back. Uh, yesterday I was at the lake with my friends. I've been swimming a couple of times this week. Been getting out into the forest. Getting out on walks. Or discovered I can make a terrace on the at my front door basically. So I live on the second floor of a building. And I have no balcony or no anything. The sun shines in the window. But I can go for a few days, for a few hours in the afternoon, I can bring a chair down to the ground, like onto the street level, sit by my door, it catches the sun right there for three or four hours in a day, and I've gotten into the habit of reading there for an hour or two, I'll make an iced coffee or some nice drink to just sip and sit there, people are passing by, all the cyclists are passing by, it's been kind of cool. Another hobby I've gotten into lately is paddle, I don't know if anybody's heard of paddle, P-A-D-E-L. Seems to be quite a trendy sport these days. It's growing quite a lot. Suddenly I'm hearing a lot more about paddle than I used to. And I'm, I'm the same. A friend of mine told me about it several months ago. One of my friends really got into it in a big way and he tried to get us all to join him. And I knew it was some kind of Tennessee squash sort of game, but I didn't know any more than that. The simple answer is it's doubles tennis in a cage. That's, that's how I've tried to say it. So two players on each team and it's not kind of a cage like you're in a box some of it's glass some of some of it is mesh you know metal wire it's it's just a lot of fun it's an outdoor sport again so it's been very uh good in covid times something that has been able to carry on my whole group of friends are doing it now some of us are a bit better than others but it doesn't really matter it's just a good fun game even when you're whether you're competing, whether you're playing like the people better than you and really trying hard, or if it's just a social afternoon with friends and you're just having fun, it's very enjoyable. I've discovered that I'm actually quite, you know, pretty good at paddle. I, I didn't know. I've never been a tennis player, really. I, I played a bit as a kid, but on holidays, and, you know, I've never been very good. I remember a time 
times as a kid when I just couldn't see over the net to serve. So that's I can just about see over the net these days. But yeah, I mean, really enjoying pedal. Looking forward to that continuing. I haven't got my own racket yet. It's five euro to rent a racket when you're there. And I've been four times now, and I think I'm definitely going to go again in the future. So I'm looking at maybe buying a paddle racket because, yeah, it financially makes sense. And it's a good, fun thing, something I want to do. So, yeah, uh, between paddle, I've been playing frisbee. I I, I got a frisbee for a, a birthday present a couple of years ago from friends and been getting out with a good friend to play frisbee in the park. I took it to the lake yesterday. Uh, we've been playing football a little bit, just like I said, the weather's good. Everybody's out. It's good. It's fun. It's social. It was a busy weekend, though. And I say weekend because it kind of went... It's a bit irrelevant for me these days. I don't really have a job, and I'll get into that in a minute. Um, I don't want to scare anybody. I still have a job, and I'm not working that much because there are not many flights. Long story short, people aren't, aren't traveling in great numbers yet. Quite rightly so, I guess. And so, yeah, I just have a lot of free time, as some of you will well know. But last weekend, uh, from Wednesday to Sunday, I Wednesday was just an impromptu night. I actually mentioned throwing frisbee in the park with a friend. That's all it was. But then his friends arrived and we went for beers and we, we stayed out. And it was a lovely night, really good fun, but unexpected. And from Thursday onwards, I just had plans. I was meeting people to watch the Euros. Um, I, an old college friend met up for a hike. So I went to university in Ireland and I had a group, good group of friends there and I met this guy who I haven't seen properly in maybe 10 years. Uh, he lives in the Netherlands now. He came to Harlem. We went into the dunes we went for a hike and for lunch. It was a lovely day. Uh, really great weather. Lovely to catch up with Peter again. He's a great guy and had a great time. I've been to Hetwiska, which is... Uh, Twiska is like a national park or a scenic area of natural beauty. I'm not sure about the specific definition of it. But it's just a very pretty area where you there's a lake and forests and walks and all outdoor activities. We rented a boat for an hour, like just a little motorboat to, to sail around the lake. And we had a picnic, a beautiful day. Uh, let me see, that was Saturday, I believe. It's all a bit of a blur now. Uh, Friday or Saturday or Thursday. No, that was Thursday. Friday was something else. Saturday was something else. It's been busy. At record store day which was great because that was cancelled last year, obviously, with COVID. So me and a good friend of mine, the paddle guy, if you're keeping touch, it's the same friend. Uh, he's also uh, really interested in record collecting. And we both went bright and early to the, the one to two record stores in Harlem. We met for coffee at nine because the one in the center that we really wanted to hit opened at 9.30. And by the time I arrived at the nearby cafe at nine, you know, half an hour early to... Uh, get a head start or so I thought there was already a queue outside the closed record store the shutters were down nobody was there and there were still 10 or 12 people covid regulations mean there was only 12 people allowed in at a time and there were more than 12 probably in the queue by the time it opened so we just let them go through we sipped our coffee and we didn't have a rush it was nice I got uh, what did I get four or five records so that day I went to Den Haag the Hague in to to most people I went to the Hague because I have a friend who lives there the Netherlands, or not the Netherlands, the, the Euros is on Euro 2020. I was playing with him. Playing. I was watching with him. I went to Mark's place to watch, which was great. Mark has been on the podcast a couple of times. Regular listeners will know him. Good friend of mine, big football fan. So we we hung out and had a good time. Only exception to the good time was, unfortunately, we watched the Denmark versus Finland game. 
in the Euros. And don't worry, I'm not going to bore you all about sports forever. But Denmark and Finland, anyone has probably heard this, Christian Eriksen, Denmark player, Denmark star player probably, collapsed on the field uh, unexpectedly, suddenly. And you know it's a bad injury or a bad moment when the opposition players are also screaming to get the physios, get the medics on. We just thought he, you know, something happened. He he fell and he was on the ground, and then we realized, oh, he's uh, lifeless on the ground. Like the 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 panic on the faces of the players, the medics rushed on. Players g- gathered around him, and very quickly we realized, oh, we're we're watching something, you know, terrible here. This is this is not an injury. This is not a, a kick in the in the leg or something. This is serious. And the the cameras were tricky because you know that you want to show what's going on. It's a a horrible but a, a incredible situation and but they didn't it was quite a sensitive one obviously so the the medics were treating him and it cut to him it cut back to the scene and while the players were doing a remarkable job the danish players in surrounding christian while he was on the ground to give him some sort of dignity and privacy you could still kind of make out what was going on between them and you could see medics doing cpr chest compressions the arms were going up and down and that was that was when we realized oh shit this this is it was quite an emotional watching experience and yeah nothing compared to what the the players and everyone went through long story short christian erickson survived and i have to say it that way because we really just thought we were watching a man die in front of us the defibrillator was used He, he got the shock which thankfully did the trick so yeah, I say long story short, and I'm still telling a long story. If you're into any sports or if you're in any public sort of act, physical activity outdoors where you're with a group, do you know where the nearest defibrillator is? Most places or a lot of these sports centers and community centers and these kind of things will have them now. And do you know CPR? It, you don't have to have medical training. The basics of CPR, the fundamentals, ABC, airways, breathing, circulation, is uh critical integral it's what saved christian erickson's life from what we hear he did have a heart attack of some description on the pitch unexpectedly and they say the first few minutes or the first like the quicker you can get to this the far higher uh, chance that you can do something about it and rescue someone's life especially in the case of the defibrillator they said if you can get a defibrillator on somebody in cardiac arrest within the first three minutes i think their chances of their chances of being okay are 70% versus much lower if 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 there's no defib nearby or if it doesn't get there in time so it was a uh, yeah it was rough watching and they would cut back to the guys in studio and they had no they just didn't know what to say but they had to fill time and everybody was distraught and we were so grateful to be there with each other there were three of us watching and we expressed gratitude for the fact that we were there and we toasted to christian and to our health and yeah it it was it was a weird one and really it put the whole rest of the euro 2020 competition into context because a 29 year old man almost died in the peak of his career at probably one of the professional highlights of his life and suddenly kicking a ball on a field just it's just that it's just men kicking a ball around the field there's a great quote though to to um I don't want to get cynical about football. I love the sport. The quote is, of all the things that are in life that are not important, football is the most important. So I love that. It is it is irrelevant. It's just strangers kicking a ball around the field. In most cases, male players overpaid and they're just kicking a, a ball like in the park, the way you'd see kids do it. It's just that. But it's 
times a million billion dollars and all the fan passions and all the media coverage and all the chaos around it. But hey, that's what I love. So now that Christian Eriksen is okay and it is still a situation that's going to overshadow the rest of the tournament, I'm enjoying it. I really am. It's so fun to see all the different uh, players that you've never heard of before, players that you had heard of 10 years ago and you didn't realize they're still playing, the likes of Goran Pandev, still going, still scoring. Meeting up with friends to watch the games. There are a lot of streets around here and lots of Dutch flags out the window and orange people wearing orange everywhere. You know how the Dutch get with football. So it's been great fun. And just tonight, tonight is the second Dutch game and I'm going again to The Hague to watch that with my friend Mark. Should be fun. And the Dutch won last time, but only 3-2 and just barely. So hopefully they can pref- give a more convincing uh, account of themselves tonight. Hup Holland Hup, as they say. What else can I say? Um, I think I've, I've, I think I have you up to date now. Mention the plant-based athletes and gratitude I have around that. Mention what I've been up to lately. Uh, work, I guess I can tell you. Long story short, there's no work. Not really. I have two work days in June. I had one in May, and we're hoping July and August, the September. You know, more and more people are getting vaccinated. The numbers seem to be generally going down all across Europe. The UK has kind of creeped it back into lockdown a bit, which is unfortunate because I work for a UK airline. A lot of our business from Amsterdam is to the island of Great Britain. So that that's a bit inconvenient. It puts a, a, a slow, it slows down, it puts the brakes on my job getting back to normal. I still have a job though. I still have a contract. I still have a salary coming in and the expectation from my airline is that things are going to get back to normal at some stage. They're looking confident about the numbers for the future and people's willingness to travel. And let's be honest, we all need a holiday now. So hopefully sooner or later, it will get back into the swing of things. Not just yet, though, but I'm getting better at knowing what to do with all this free time. And I'm getting better, I think, because we know lockdown is the finish line is in sight, I believe. I've I've had this very same experience when I've run marathons. You're dying. Your 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 legs are sore. You're in so much anguish and discomfort, uh, but you can hear the finish line in the distance. You turn a street and right down the end, you can see the finish line, and suddenly your legs are back. Suddenly you have your mood is lifted. Everything is easier. I feel a bit that that way a bit about lockdown now. Whether it was this last summer or December 2020, February 2021, many times when it just seemed like an endless. Um, continuation of lockdown and don't get me wrong i'm not one of these covid idiots these uh virus varhide people who are crazy say about freedom and anti-mask wearing and anti-vax and all that stuff i'm not one of those people lockdown was important it was needed flattening the curve keeping our distance all that protecting the vulnerable but it's still, you know, it still sucks. You have a, a year and a half of not seeing your friends far near as much as you'd like. Not going to gigs, in my case, was a big loss. No travel. Some of your favorite restaurants and cafes being closed for a long time. So it's no, it's no fun. And that's coming to an end by the looks of things. And hopefully it can stay that way. Any other business? Um, while I was giving, I mentioned a shout out to Matt earlier and No Meat Athletes and the Plant Based Athlete. Another thing I'm spending quite a lot of my internet time on is the LFC Day Trippers. I have to give them a shout out. LFC, Liverpool Football Club, the team I've supported all my life. And the Day Trippers, the LFC Day Trippers, is a podcast or YouTube channel 
based in Ireland, Dublin primarily. They have some UK and international guests, but it's a podcast essentially. It's a very well followed, very popular uh, Liverpool podcast. I've listened to it since it's since the get go. I think since episode one in 2013, and it's changed a lot since then. But it's still real people talking about real things in Liverpool. There's honesty. There is unfiltered opinions. There is no money involved. It's all free, which is great. A lot of podcasts are subscription-based these days, looking at no one in particular. And they just seem like a really cool gun- cool bunch of lads. They Most of them have Dublin accents, so it's, it's partly for homesickness for me, listening to just a load of dubs chatting about Liverpool. And I have agreed to and volunteered to run their Twitter account, and I've been doing that for the last few months. Uh, the, the guys are great. They're, they're raising money for charity, Sienna Steps in this case, there's a merchandise range, daily podcasts nearly seven days a week, They're just the, the output is insane. If you're into football, especially Liverpool, if you just like a bit of a laugh with sports, I'd recommend checking out the LFC Day Trippers. At the very least, if you just want to like see what I'm doing, follow the LFC Day Trippers Twitter account, at LFC Day Trippers, all one word. And that's my work up there, so uh, yeah, <laughs> any retweets and likes and all that good stuff is very much appreciated. Let me see. What else? What else? What else? About it, really. I've got some cleaning up to do around the house. The desk table in front of me is a bit scattered. A couple of my my plants aren't doing too well by the looks of things. A couple of droopy ones and leaves falling off of my pea plant, especially. I'm hoping it's just thirsty because it's been really a really hot day. And it's a delicate balance between overwatering and underwatering. And I never really know how to strike that. So I'm trying to go on the cautious side, but gave them some more water today. Hopefully they perk up. The hot weather is due to continue, the warm weather, and it's it's kind of sticky warm today. It's not even comfortably warm. But there there are rainstorms coming in the next few days, so hopefully that should chill things out a bit and just get some moisture in the air. I don't know how... I'm not a meteorologist at all. So, yeah. <laughs> now I'm waffling. Guys, I think I'm going to leave it there. Podcast is back up and flying. I recently hit a thousand downloads which is amazing like that's a thousand people or a thousand people have listened to my podcast a thousand times and i think i said it on my instagram post at steven runs vegan on instagram check it out i'm not in it for the numbers it's probably the reason that surprised me is because i hadn't checked the the statistics section of of the website in a while and yeah it's just really flattering because i'm I'm not an expert at this i'm not a nutritional doctor or a, like a world-class athlete or anyone who's stepped above the parapet enough to deserve listening to i'm just me i'm i'm, I'm a guy who's figuring out his way with veganism with life with podcasting and sharing my story as i go for better or worse so I, I really appreciate it. Any feedback I've gotten, constructive, complimentary, it's all welcome. It's all good. Find me on my social media channels. All the links down below in the show notes. It's just been an honor to to know that, like, I, I've loved podcasts for years and I've dreamed of starting my own one for years. Again, cut to that story I told earlier about the the guy you were five years ago. Would he, you know, if he could see you now, how would he feel? And I have my own podcast and it's, getting somewhere it's the the snowball is starting to roll down the hill the momentum is picking up i'm feeling great about it people are listening making waves thanks to just coincidentally having a friend in the 
a plant-based uh, world with a much bigger following than me who's sending people my way bless you matt thank you it's an adventure i'm it's an inspiration it's something i'm excited to do and i'm enjoying doing definitely no plans to change that so far i'm looking forward to the future big bigger and better things onwards and upwards i think i've kept you long enough now i wonder how much editing i'm gonna do on this one probably not a lot not a lot mainly because it's just a lot of work when it's a freeform chat like this it's hard to find the little details of the mm, uh, and the things i've said wrong the things i want to take out maybe i will maybe i won't you might be hearing this part you might not depends on my level of motivation and this is minute 30 so by the time i get here with the editing if i decide to do it it might be a little bit more lax a glimpse behind the curtain I'm going to go before the traffic picks up outside. I can hear cars passing by. I'm going to go before my washing machine ramps into spin cycle mode. That probably won't be won't take long either. Guys, thank you so much. Really love you. Really love that you're listening. I really appreciate you. If you want to do those extra brownie point things, you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram at StephenRunsVegan for Stephen with a PH. I'm on Twitter at StephenRunsPod. You can email me. Have a look at stephenrunsvegan.podbean.com. That's my website with all the podcasts that I've released so far. If you know me personally, you've got me on Facebook or my personal Instagram, any of them. Cool, send me a message. Let me know what you think of the podcast. And with that, I will love you and I will leave you. Thank you very much, guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye-bye.